Hello, and welcome to the Cheers Mama podcast. My name is Katie. I am a mom, a wife, a coach, and a full-time working woman in this world. And I am so passionate about helping working moms reconnect with themselves and reclaim their energy. On this podcast, we're all about the real talk. We're going to share the challenges and the joys of working mamahood, open up the conversation, and share the stories of the great work that women are doing in this world. So buckle up, grab your favorite beverage, and join us for the conversation. I am so happy you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Cheers Mama podcast. This is becoming a theme lately. I'm folding laundry again, getting things done around the house. And, you know, this is sometimes the only time during the week where there isn't a lot of background noise and the kids are getting their, I like to say, intentional iPad time, iPad time given to them when mom needs to get stuff done or dad needs to get stuff done. Um, We have had a very active weekend and week. Gosh, it's such an abundant season right now. And I have been, every time I hear myself say the word busy, I catch myself and I say, nope, we got to switch it to abundant because it's all really awesome things. Um, And, but sometimes so many awesome things that we have to say no to awesome things. Um, today, we skipped a soccer game because we had something previously already planned and the soccer game ended up moving from one day to the other, um, somewhat last minute within a, within a week of the game. And I just allowed myself to miss the game. And when I say myself, my kid <laughs> didn't really care that much. Um, and it was more me as a parent, you know, wanting to feel like I had to be there. He had to be there. And yes, I'm all about being part of a team and signing up for something. But in this season of life, I think I said this to somebody the other day. Um, I know I said it to when I was in my therapy session, but I said, um, I'm just tired of chasing, right? Like, do you ever feel like you're just tired of chasing after everything and feeling like you never really actually caught up, right? Like you're always kind of running or jogging. And if you slow down for just a minute, right? Like you can't even get, you can't even slow down enough to get to a walk, like a leisurely walk. It's like a fast paced walk. I'm a big fast paced walker. Um, but I feel like, yeah, like even when you do need to slow down and catch your breath, like you're running this race, right? And trying to just like keep up. And, and it's it's good when you're feeling energetic and you, and you want to run and there's a lot of joy in running. You know, you catch the runner's high. This is all, of course, metaf- metaphorical, but also actually exists. You catch the runner's high, but then you go to slow down because you're out of breath. And it almost feels like you can't really slow down. You got to still keep up. You got to keep a fast pace walk going to be able to barely even keep up. And I'm just... I'm just kind of tired of it. I'm at the point in my life where I would be called middle-aged, right? <laughs> um, in a career that I really enjoy and that I really like, and I'm kind of happy where I am. Of course, I'm always wanting to learn and grow. I'm a lifelong learner. But when it comes to fulfilling my my life in the day-to-day, I feel pretty fulfilled, so much so that I'm switching the word out to abundant and, you know, even helping other ambitious working moms and caregivers do the same things in their lives. So I feel pretty fulfilled, but I'm tired of the chase. Um, I just recently talked about slowing down 
here on the podcast, and everybody has a different definition of what slowing down means to them. For some, it's a complete stop, right? Like, and and slowing the car down and pulling over onto the side of the road, uh, maybe at a rest stop, and actually taking like a full on break. For me, it's slowing down on having to feel like I need to be running that race, right? There are still so many things that I love to do that I enjoy doing. And like I said, I'm, I like to run. I like to do things at a fast pace. I like to take care of myself and get up early in the morning. There are things I like to do, but when I talk about slowing down, it can mean something different for you. And so one thing I, I, you know, want to do when I started this podcast was really share the stories of other ambitious, um, moms and caregivers in the world. And I, and you might notice intentionally, I'm switching the word from working mom to ambitious mom, because look, all of us are working moms, right? Like whether we work a full-time job, whether we have a part-time job, whether we have, um, you know, our job is our children, our family, whether we are doing volunteer work, whether we're, you know, like it can, it can look so many different ways, but we're all working moms. If you have children, if you're a caregiver to um, your own mother or um, a special needs child or, you know, like a niece and nephew, like there are so many different situations where I would consider a woman or um, someone who identifies themselves as a woman to be motherly. Um, But I'm switching the word intentionally to ambitious because I, I know you're here, you're that type of person listening where you're somebody that, that loves to run a little bit, is also tired of the chase, but also is excited to be able to be a life learner, who is excited to be able to be involved in things, to be doing something outside of just motherhood and caregiving. That is the woman I'm speaking to, and those are the stories that I want to share and let you know that you are not alone. I felt so alone for so long, like there was, you know, everyone else was in their certain cliques of things that they did, and I was kind of somebody who was in a bunch of different cliques, you know, even thinking about high school, I was in I was in no group. I was in my own group of, you know, the the most involved superlative girl who was in, you know, on the sports teams, who was also, you know, in the school play, who also was in astronomy club, like all the different things. I never really like fit into one place. And, you know, I'm starting to realize in life, like sometimes maybe that's the point. We don't always have to fit in, right? Um, and when we're doing this race, when we're running this race in life, just trying to keep up with all the different places and spaces and people at the same time, it's exhausting. And then you throw motherhood in and kids having sports activities and volunteer stuff. Like it's just so much. So I'm raising my hand. I'm waving, I don't know, not the white flag, like the pink flag, right? That's saying, hey, look, I'm going to slow down and I'm going to pull over here. And these are the ways I'm going to intentionally slow down in this season. So that's what I want to talk about today. I also want to talk about in the act of slowing down, um, really understanding who we are. That's really, truly where I'm at in life. And I've been doing a ton of work to understand who I really am, what my actual values are versus what are values that are societal norms that I think I need to keep up with or I thought I needed to keep up with, what um, are my true values as a person, how do I really want to show up each day, and you know where do I feel the best? When my head hits the pillow at the end of the day, what are the things that contribute to me feeling 
my best. And then that, you know, tells me about myself and who I am and how I want to continue moving forward in this, you know, gosh, more than second half of my life ahead, right? Um, So when I think about slowing down, I really want to, you know, get in touch and in tune with myself and who I am, understand myself better. That's what coaching really is, honestly. Um, And be able to guide myself um, with my community and mentors around me to the next goal, to the next bench, maybe. Maybe I'm just guiding myself to the bench where I'm taking a break and I am slowing down, right? And I think that's really important. We don't always have to be hustling. But I know we are ambitious moms and caregivers and we like the hustle sometimes. We like being able to go to places and be with you know, people where we can have next level conversations. We're actually not even emotionally available at this point in our lives from the work that we've been doing and the things we've been listening to, to even participate sometimes in those surface level conversations. You know what I mean? And that's why I really think connection, like-minded connection and community and finding your people, um, you know, who, who can be part of your 10 poles of support. I talk about 10 poles of support a lot too. Um, and it, you know, we don't just have one group that we're a part of. We need more. We need a little bit more people that understand us in different ways, understand different parts of us that we can speak deeply to um, in some places and, and not to others. And it just kind of works out in a way where you can be your full self, but you put your full self together, right, with these temples of support. So I'm, th- I'm talking about family, friends, your partner, um, coworkers, and also a like-minded community where you can talk about next level things. That's why community is so important to me and really understanding through the lens of community who you are. So when you think, you know what, I'm or start to feel, I'm ready to slow down a little bit. I'm, it's getting chillier and I'm ready to like put on a cozy blanket and a sweater and literally, literally slow down my body and, you know, do less and kind of, you know, hunker down for the winter a little bit more. But Knowing myself, what does that mean to me? Really allowing yourself to explore that through the lens of community to have conversations with other people who are ambitious like you, who aren't going to stop completely, but they're also slowing down. And what does that look like? So here um, are some examples of ways that I've slowed down lately. Um, I don't want to share them with you because I think it's important to share the stories and what we're all doing. So, you know, I am... I say recovering, but let's be honest, I'm still a people pleaser in so many different ways. I've done a lot of work and and feel like I've come so far. But one thing I struggle with is I'm such an extrovert. I love being with people. Um, But, you know, juggling all the activities with kids. My kids want to be home, right? Like I need to be home at times like I am now, folding laundry and getting things done and having space to think and, and process my thoughts. And so I have really slowed down on the number of things I say yes to. Um, like I said, even today, like missing a soccer game, um, and staying home sometimes when there is something going on that I may want to go to, but it's just not the right time or we already had too many things going on in that day. And it's just too much. The previous version of me thought that time meant time on the calendar meant I was available, right? So if the space was in the calendar. If I could go from one thing to the other thing and the space was on the calendar, I could make it work. And now I'm realizing that it's all about energy and having energy to go back home and recharge and reset and get a few things done. 
um, or lay on the couch and, you know, watch a movie and fall asleep in the afternoon with the kids. Like that's also important too. So that's one example of how I've really intentionally been slowing down. No more than two activities on a schedule on the weekend, especially. And sometimes, you know, even one is too much, just depending on what that activity is, how the timing looks, will we have time and space to go home in between. Um, And sometimes I like having nothing on the calendar. I really love having nothing on the calendar on Friday nights. That's an important night, especially in the fall for me. We end up doing, you know, fires around back at our house. It's very casual. We have some neighbors and my sister usually comes over. I love that. Um, Unless, of course, it's a mom's night out, which happens every other month. And it's fun to go out um, locally and be with like-minded with my community at our mom's night out. Those are examples of how I've slowed down. I didn't host a retreat this fall, although I would love the idea of going to a retreat right now with our amazing community, but I didn't host a retreat because I knew I had some, you know, things I wanted to do. Uh, I was going out of town a few times and I'm only really energetically available to be away from my children so many different, so many weekends, you know, in the, in the year. And it was just too many weekends. I couldn't commit to any other weekends away energetically from my kids, um, And so I didn't host a retreat. However, we are hosting one in the spring again. So the last weekend in May going into June of 2024, the details are up on my website and you can message me if you have any questions. It's going to be awesome. And because we didn't host one this fall, um, it is going to be even better. So many ideas, so many things in the works. And if you are interested in getting away for the weekend and, and having it scheduled ahead of time, I really wanted to make sure that everyone had the date ahead of time. So you, you know, it's hard getting away when you're an ambitious mom and caregiver. So you can get away, let your family know now, ask for the retreat for a Christmas gift even, um, and put that time on your calendar right now. And look, things may come up, right? Like things may come up. Um, but when you commit ahead of time for yourself, you've got to tell yourself, look, I'm choosing to slow down. And these are the ways I'm going to slow down. And one of these is actually going to retreat or, you know, maybe things come up that you really need to be at energetically. It's like major values for you. Then you can always message me because guess what? I understand, mama. I understand more than anybody. Um, And I always want to honor you and your values and truly meet you where you're at. Another example of how I'm just personally slowing down is, you know, allowing myself to sleep in a little bit more. Um, I set my alarm for the same time every day. And like anyone who has had a morning routine where you wake up, before you need to wake up to, you know, have time and space to do yoga or meditate or work out or whatever it is, you know that sometimes you oversleep. And I used to be really hard on myself when I, you know, quote unquote, accidentally overslept. And now I'm like, all right, how much time do I have left? My stuff's all set out ahead of time. You know, do I want to move? Usually no, I need more sleep. So usually the answer is no, but I, I, I'm in a good headspace where I can say, okay, Katie, you can get a little bit of movement in and still, you know, reap the benefits from it. Um, and, or you can go back and rest a little bit. And so those, that's another reason, another way that I am slowing down, um, where the previous version of me would have been really hard on myself. And it's just, it, there are no benefits from being hard on yourself, especially when there's something, a situation you can't change, like oversleeping, you overslept. It's okay. It happens. You needed the rest. And how do you move forward? you know, right from where you are, right? Because we can't go back and change it. And honestly, I'm always really um, grateful for my mindset, especially in those moments. Like we don't do mindset work 
because everything is wonderful and, and perfect every single day, right? It's for the hard times and the, the time where you're trying to establish a new workout routine or trying to find more space for yourself and it's not working out and you have to kind of, you know, figure it out, trial and error. Um, there's no such thing as failure. I always say it's all feedback, but it can be really frustrating when you're trying to, to create those new routines and new neuropathways to start getting up earlier. But that is why we do the mindset work that we do um, and are constantly learning and listening to podcasts because in the hard times, in the hard times, when the kid's not finding their shoe and you're going to be late for school and it's getting, it's getting you know, frustrating um, because, of course, it's the day where you have a big meeting and a presentation and your hair is dripping wet, right? Like all the things. How many times have you been there? Like so many times. That's where we need the deep breathing and the kind words to ourselves, or to go in the mirror and high five yourself. So all of those are really good examples of ways where we can give ourselves grace and also in turn allow ourselves to slow down and pause. So slow down can mean so many different things. I feel like I'm going all over the place in this episode, but sometimes that's how the brain works and that's sometimes, you know, how I need to process. And so I'm also giving myself grace in that front too, because I think things come up for a reason and I just want to be always real and honest in this podcast with what's coming up for me as it's coming up. And so hopefully that resonates with you. Also, a lot of times I do feel like I'm all over the place. My brain is ping-ponging from ideas, creative ideas, um, and allowing myself to just let it flow in the way that it needs to And if there's a really great idea that I lose track of or a thought process or something, I was like, oh, I really wanted to say that on this episode. It'll come back to me at the right time. Another example of how I'm slowing down. So you see, there's a lots of, there's a lot of different ways that we can define slowing down and what it means to us, um, wherever we are in our season of life. And I think one of the big things, and this is what I really wanted to talk about today that's been coming through, a slowing down is hard. It's not always easy. It, it can be really hard to intentionally force ourselves a little bit to say, you know what, my gut is telling me this and I, you know, we don't need to go to the soccer game today and it's okay. But, you know, there's still something inside you that's like, yes but we can do it or I can make it work or you know what, let me see if, you know, whatever. And like all of a sudden your brain goes into like, you know, mom and caregiver logistics brain and you try to make it work. And sometimes that makes things harder and you can get frustrated. I know I get so frustrated when like plans are up in the air and it's really hard to figure out what's the right thing to do. I'm always going back to what's the right thing to do. What is the right thing to do? Um, And that is really daunting and hard on, um, a caregiver brain, a people pleaser brain, somebody that really wants to truly connect and, and, and do right in the world. Um, and so allowing, allowing myself to just really stick with, no, my gut is telling me this, my heart is telling me this most important, and this is what I need to do for my own mental health is such an important path to allow myself to go down in those times where slowing down feels really, really hard. I'm also learning that when I do allow myself to slow down, you know, initially I'm like, oh gosh, if I slow down, if I, if I start walking during this race, I'm not going to have X, Y, Z done. Look at everybody else, you know, out there who has a podcast or a business or, you know, is growing this thing. 
they have this going on and I'm, I'm pretty good about not comparing myself to others. I will say I'm pretty proud of myself in that sense. However, when it comes to wanting to get the information out to, to the people that may need it or get the idea out or get the social media post up because, you know, there's a lot going on here and I want to make sure that it's, it's getting out to where it may need to be in the world energetically. It can be really, it can be really hard to allow yourself to really truly listen to what, to what, you know, slowing down in that day, you know, means to you and what you need. So when I'm laying in my kid's bed at night and, and we're reading and I'm going, oh man, I really meant to share this story today or I didn't get a podcast out or I, you know, whatever. Um, I have systems in place to get these things done, but at the same time, I really allow myself the grace to sometimes not do the thing um, because energetically, I never want to come at it from a should perspective. I really truly want it to be something that I'm excited to do. I'm excited to bring forward and never from like, oh, I have to get a post up just to get a post up. I am not about that at all. Um, And I don't know. It's hard sometimes. It's hard sometimes to choose that intentionally, even if you do have the, um, the space to do it. Sometimes you do need to allow yourself just to slow down and watch a TV show instead of, you know, going on social media because you know when you go on social media, you're going to scroll anyway and probably not do the thing that you set out to do in the first place. Like, right? Can anyone relate to that? Um, and so slowing down can be a really wonderful thing in so many ways. You learn so much about yourself when you allow yourself to intentionally slow down. Like, think about the, the times where the ideas come, right? The shower, driving in the car, um, maybe if you go out for a walk without your phone, right? Like, um, but we're going just out for a walk in general with the family. That's when the ideas come. When the, oh my gosh, I forgot this on my to-do list. This needs to happen. It's because you're allowing yourself, your brain to... Um, disconnect from, you know, constantly inputting, you're allowing your brain not to slow down. Um, in many senses, it feels like it speeds up, but you're allowing it that space. And that's such a beautiful thing. So every time I'm in the shower and I start coming up with ideas, I'm like, wow, oh, I need to monetize this some way. But I'll tell you, I had a shower notepad that my sister got me for um, Mother's Day. It was so cool. And I did write ideas down on it. Um, but my kids actually had the most fun with it. They were constantly drawing and writing things. It was actually really cool for their writing practice. So I highly recommend that as a mom tip for, um, parents who are trying to get their kids to write and spell more. There's a lot of drawing too, but I'll tell you when I had the notepad in the car, I didn't have as many ideas. Um, or I did, but then my handwriting would be kind of messy and I couldn't read it afterwards. And it was never what I thought it would be right. Like, if I had a notepad in my shower and I could just capture all the ideas. So the act of slowing down, the ideas come there for a reason. That's where they come up. So anyway, um, another thing about slowing down and really getting to hear your own thoughts and process your own stuff, right? Like it, it can be really uncomfortable. Not only is it hard to allow ourselves to slow down because you know, like this world is just like moving at such a fast pace all the time, but also it can be really uncomfortable. Things come up that we're not ready to to feel or we're not ready to process or things that we need to, that we've been putting off, you know, feeling and processing. And now is the time, like now is the time where you can have space to do it. And when it comes to 
doing the work to know yourself, which I've done a lot of, um, and I'm always an evolving person just like you are, um, it feels really um, funky, <laughs> I guess is the best word, as the the real you, the real thoughts and feelings start to come through. But then it also feels like a clearing, almost like a, I know I should be doing something, um, but I'm but I'm in this moment and fully taking it in and what happens when you allow to do yourself and I'm experiencing the allow yourself to be yourself to feel your feelings I'm experiencing this right now when you allow yourself to follow your heart and your gut and literally just be all over the place in a podcast and say what comes up things happen magical things happen and I've experienced so many magical things lately when I just allowed myself to be my real self. And not that I'm walking around not being my real self, but, you know, we, we, we play it safe with our feelings. We play it safe with what we share when someone asks how we are. We play it safe in, in our work environment, right? Because it's much safer in our work environment to have a certain, to be known for a certain thing, to have a certain persona and not like be the like, you know, bubbling, crying person in the meeting or the oversharer, right? Like there are certain reasons that we, that we, you know, protect, um, ourselves in the conversations we have, the people that we have the conversations with, like some people only get different parts of us and that's okay. But when you really allow yourself to slow down and just truly be yourself more, right? It's not, 100%. We're not turning the faucet all the way up, but just a little bit more, turning the heat up a little bit more and allowing ourselves to get more bold and just be our real selves. Things happen. Um, And, you know, I can't explain some of the things that happen, but I know when they happen, it just feels magical. I feel giddy. I feel like, wow, that was such a, a, you know, a miracle in so many ways. But then I always come back to after thinking about it for a little bit, It's because I allowed myself to slow down. It's because I allowed myself to feel. It's because I allowed myself to be the real me. Because honestly, if the things were happening regardless and I was not being the real me, I wouldn't feel it the same way energetically as I do when it truly happens. And wow, how cool. I'm slowing down. I'm taking my time as I move about the world. I'm being, you know, more, even more present with, you know, my kids and my partner and, you know, so many different things. And now, now these things are coming to me and it feels really freaking amazing and almost a little scary sometimes too when something big happens. So I won't give any details right now. That'll be for a later episode, but I can say that I have learned from experience and seen it both ways that when you can fully step in to being your own self by slowing down, whew, it's really, really amazing what can happen. So I would love to know, how did this episode feel for you? Was it all over the place? Were you like, oh, thank you for being inside my brain because I'm all over the place too, right? Like so many of us feel like we're, you know, ping-ponging all over the place all the time. Were you... um do you understand the concept in your own life about what slowing down means for you? Slow, understand is not the right word, but but you know what I mean without having to like find a different word there. Um, relate to, there we go. Um, do you feel 
even more overwhelmed or stuck because you don't know how to slow down. It's not something that's modeled for you. You're not really sure like where to start. Um, if you're feeling that way, I'd encourage you to reach out. You can reach out to me. You can go right to the show notes. You can email me. You can message me on Instagram. Um, or I encourage you, if I'm not the, the right person or if you're not comfortable reaching out to me, um, reach out to one of your 10 poles of support, a friend, a parent, a family member, um, a coworker, somebody that you trust and you know will truly listen. That's really hard to find sometimes, right? Like, because everyone's kind of busy doing their own thing. Um, but reach out to one of your temples or temples or maybe more than one temple of support and say, Hey, you know, I was listening to this podcast about slowing down and, and connecting to my real self and showing up as my real self. And like, I don't even know where to start. Like, can you help me? Or what do you think? Or does that mean anything to you? Um, And of course, if you can't think of anybody, you can always reach out to me. So I just felt so compelled to share this with you today in this season um, of my own personal life. But also, you know, we're in the fall of 2023 right now, if you're listening to this later on. And we're in this, it's, I don't know, it's not a weird time, but there's still a lot of like just getting back to normal and what does normal mean and and do we want to go back to normal after the past three years we had and some things feel like they've gone back and that feels really awesome and other things have gone back and it feels not awesome and so there's just a lot of navigation of self and and especially as a mom and a caregiver like what rights do we have and I'm not even talking about political rights that's a whole other <laughs> um, ball game but like what rights do we have as employees and and um you know, as ambitious mothers and what is our, like, how do we want to parent our children and our families and our partners? And like, how do we want to move forward? And we learned so much the past, you know, three years, how do we want to take that learning and, you know, continue to grow, um, into the next version of ourselves into, um, you know, for those who are listening, who are like about to approach their forties, like me, like into this, like, quote unquote, like middle age portion of life, like, who are we? Where do we want to be? You know, where's our path leading us? Um, and I don't know, like maybe it's time to like put a little bench down on your path and take a seat and really process that and allow yourself to be right here. Because honestly, there really is at the end of the day, <laughs> no there, there is only here. And I'm just so grateful and thankful that you are taking the time to listen and I hope that you always get, um, maybe learn something or get a little inspiration from these episodes. That is my mission. Um, and again, if you want to connect or, um, start having a conversation about, you know, how to slow down for you in this season, um, how to connect to your true self again after having children, after being a caregiver, in the midst of having children and being a caregiver, um, and finding ways to reclaim your energy. I'm your girl, and I really look forward to getting to know you more and connecting. Cheers, Mama. Thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of this conversation today, whether it pumped you up or made you think a little bit. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe so that you are one of the first to know when a new Cheers Mama podcast episode comes out. We have some amazing working mama interviews coming up that you won't want to miss. And if you want to go the extra mile, I really appreciate it if you would write a review. I would love to hear from you. And it also helps this podcast grow, which would be really amazing. 
Thank you for your time. Have a fabulous day. Cheers, Mama.